0: Now for Soccer City. Six players in the wall for LA. It's Niall McCabe. He goes for a goal and he scores. Niall McCabe around the wall. Powered by your Kentucky and Toyota dealers. Right here on ESPN Louisville. Eckich will strike and scores An absolute top rocket for a Now, here are your hosts. Benton Newman, Zach Allen Kelly, and Jason Entz.
1: Welcome to Soccer City Radio on 680-1057. I'm Benton. I'm Zach. And Zach, welcome back. I know. Glad to have you here again. The Rocky Mountains couldn't kill me. The pandemic couldn't kill me. I'm back to talk about soccer. Yes, yes. We didn't take your seat. We got you keep it so we can talk about some soccer. And we got a lot to talk about today. Very excited about that. But first off, I got to do our normal plug. Fill the fam, we are trying so hard to set record numbers attendance wise and it's looking really good for Tampa I mean
2: I, as of as of the last tweet i saw about it it seems like fam pretty close to filled yeah i think all all of Seat the are, all sold out. are gone there is yeah. it's general admission only left <laughs> yeah.
0: i believe it so, was official number was over 13.5 yeah yes yeah, so, so, uh, he's around 15 so one the, or the so.
2: fire marshal capacity is like fifteen one. i think it's thirteen thousand actual seats and here's also the the silver lining to that is that we'll get a game
1: day bump not only because that just normally happens anyway but the weather is going to be beautiful the gold lining Oh, there he is! Oh. <laughs> so yes, so we could be looking at a real huge uh, number of fans. So if you are listening and you haven't got your ticket, like you need to hurry up and do that. There are still some seatbacks probably floating around on the old SeatGeek. There's some,
2: yeah. There's some secondhand seats. You can't buy them from the team
1: anymore. Yeah, but that's that's exciting. I'm very excited about that. You know, they're going to. I be- mean, at,
2: at the amount they've sold already, it will it'll be the most attended game. Oh, uh, at and, Lynn, yeah,
1: So Quite comfortably. And they're going to give out t-shirts, uh, there's going to be $2 beers, fireworks after the game, Ooh. all sorts of stuff going on. And let's not forget, we're also trying to fill the fam for racing on the 27th and their match against the Red Stars. So, keep on your radar and go ahead and get your tickets because you're seeing what it's doing on the little city side. I'm hoping to see similar numbers for racing. We'll fingers wanna, crossed. Want we'll to get over 10K. Yes. We need a 10K racing game. Absolutely. I would love to see it. So, let's hope that happens. Um, why don't we go ahead and talk some talk? Oh, you know what I forgot? I almost forgot to let the view, uh, listeners know. We're going to have Nile McCabe joining us here in a little while. we got a big match coming up for him. So Got
2: a big man bringing the, the big match. Yes,
1: absolutely. So we're going to have a lot of fun talking with him at the, uh, the second part of the show. But before that, let's talk about Louisville City's most recent match against the Charleston Battery. Not a very good team.
2: No, no, not good this year. I mean, historically, a pretty decent team, and yeah, they got a rich history. And I having trouble this that. year. Yep.
1: So I mean, in this one, Louisville City, um, they went down early, which is uncharacteristic if you had watched the match because Louisville City is quite <laughs> overwhelming. But they didn't I, let safe, that
2: phase them. Safe to say, a goal that came against the run of play. <laughs> yep, that's lightly putting it.
1: But they didn't let that phase them because they. Uh, they put a bunch in the net and ended up what, four to one. Rattle off four straight after that. Yep, yep. So it was a pretty convincing win. A scoreline we would have expected, and, and it was, I think it was our record attendance for a season. It's just under twelve thousand, like a hair, very slow. Right, very right at we'll,
2: we'll just round. We'll round up. I'm an engineer. Round up twelve k. <laughs> there we
1: go. Works for me. So Zach, what were some of your thoughts
2: and takeaways from this match? I, I, I was because it was you mentioned it. but It was one of those situations where. I mean, Louisville dominated in every way you could dominate, except did not score a goal early in that game. And in what felt like was the first time Charleston even got the ball past midfield, <laughs> they scored. And it's like we've seen that before, and it's one of those where you are like, oh, oh, here it comes. That's like that's going to take the sa- wind out of the sails, but. I was very impressed at how well Louisville responded to that situation. Like they didn't let it change the momentum of the game. Like they kept they kept playing the way they were playing, and then the goals did come eventually, and came. (laughs) That's soccer. It it, it could be
1: one goal after one shot, and and sometimes it doesn't make a lot of sense. But yeah, it was great that they
2: were unfazed. I thought it was a very good mental performance to to like just just keep doing what you're doing. After that goal, and this was a kind of yet another example
1: of Wolves City being more of a second half team. I feel like uh, Coach Cruz does a very good job of making his points clear in the halftime locker room if things aren't going up to where he expects to, because they always seem to do a little bit better. They always make the right adjustments. Yeah, which is yeah, which is very very exciting to see. But um, you know, I, I did the one call I did want to bring up, and we were debating earlier today is late in that first half um, you know this is after Ombi scored his goal in the 30th minute which is just a clear shot from the from the top of the box yep. you know another goal for Ombi shocker um, Matiti put one in the net at 43 but it was ruled off sides
2: and it looked pretty close in real time yeah so and this was the I think from the announcers there was like I think there was some confusion this is like an area that I think people aren't quite sure on with offsides because it was a it was a ball from Nile if you watch the replay Matidi is is offsides when Nile hits that I think it looks like Nile's probably going for a shot there it's deflected yeah. off of the Charleston defender goes to Matidi and they then he scores and it's called back for offsides and if the ball it it doesn't matter when the ball deflected off a defender like offsides is called based on where you are when the Louisville City player either does the shot or the pass so um it's Even, a different case so like if a Charleston player like collects a ball and like goes to pass it back to the goalkeeper and somebody sneaking around back there and takes it like that's that's fine you're you're not offsides on a pass from the other team but a deflection does not count as a pass because it's not like an on-purpose action by the player. Even with it, was still pretty close when that initial shot went off. Yeah. I, mean, but I think I think they got the call right. It, it was close, but he was just a he was just a little bit. He was like one step past the last defender when well, that. You know what? I'm going
1: to be biased, and I'm still going to be a little salty about <laughs> that. But you know what? It ultimately really didn't matter. Hey, yeah,
2: uh, it's a four-one really game versus a five-one game. Yeah. So. so
1: I mean, we did go in halftime one-one as we uh, we it. Coach Cruz lit a fire, and then that's when the 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 goals started coming, but before that... We got one of my favorite things To watch in a soccer match And that's the opposing team Getting a red card I just love that moment It's such a game changer Yeah it's fun It's fun to have one more player Than the other team <gasps> It's just fun It's like it's such a game changing dynamic the... <laughs> you, can't,
2: you can't do that
1: Yeah he, lo- a... <laughs> he, lo-
2: he lost <laughs> you his head for a split you can't, second You can't chest bump the ref After
1: he calls call something on you know? My favorite are, is him and his teammates Trying to argue their case after the fact like, <laughs> there's, there's what, no... what are you possibly saying That is like somewhat logical there I there's, mean, no, there's nothing you can do.
2: Yeah, there, there, there is nothing damage you is can done. say. Like. Yep.
1: <laughs> damage is done. So, not like we needed a red card to to beat them, but you know it helps. And it, honestly, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I still remember back to when Donovan Landing uh, um, got his red card when they came here. <laughs> uh, what was it last year? Um, but yeah, after that, Matiti got his his goal. It was some great ball work around great the move. defender. Yeah, yeah
2: like uh, making a run down the sideline. Pick the absolute perfect moment to cut back, like right as the defender was leaving his feet. Yeah, and left him like, very heads
1: up to keep yeah. keep an eye on him and, and pull that off. So, so good on him. And here's one of my favorite goals of the night. It was about near about the 70 minute mark. Wilson Harris gets a goal, and the, and how it went down is the defenders were passing around, and he just straight up bullies one of these defenders off the ball. Takes it and shoots and scores. Yep. Like, that is aggressive. That is depressing. Oh, I'm sure Coach Cruz was thrilled about that one. That's, that's what you want
2: out of the press. That's why you press. Oh, yeah. It was It was a lot of fun to see. And well, I know I, he's done something similar earlier season. A good finish, too. Because I think mm-hmm. I, we have seen... Some situations where people get one on one with the keeper. That's not like a foregone conclusion, right? Like a a great finish, even even though it was like a high quality chance. Like those are not those not a a for sure thing. He he picked out a spot in the side net and hit it, which is like the press is intended to 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 create danger, and that's what exactly it did. He just happened to finish it. I got a question for you, Benton. What is it? I got a question. Uh, We've been joking this year. Uh, Tosh has six goals now. After last night, it, is Tosh two way player now? <laughs> are we? <laughs> it's a, it's an interesting situation. And his
1: goal was honestly it was pretty nice. It was off a long cross, and it's just a like great finish, right out of the air. He just slaps that ball into the net. <laughs> Excellent work. But yeah, I mean, boy, like I, you know, it's in, it's incredible how many. I much mean, it's a couple hard. of
2: them have been penalty kicks, which is like you know that's those are I, nothing's a gimme. But yeah. like th- those are as close as you get to. A gimme in, in soccer. but
1: He's at six. Normally, a defender like him, maybe two, maybe three over the course of the entire but I think season. Even
2: without the penalty kicks, I think he's got four. Or
1: so. Yeah. It's a, it's incredible. Again, not like we needed the goal in the 89th minute, but
2: it sure is fun to see. Yeah, and a great... I mean, it, we were focusing on Toach, but a great ball from Dia oh. on it. Cause I think it was a... It was not directly off the corner, but it was a play off a corner. Yep. It it was on purpose going to Dia for that diagonal ball in, and he put that, like, right on the spot. I'm glad you brought up Dia
1: because he was my man of that match. He's just such an unsung hero of this squad and he really gets overshadowed by all the other great signings we had in the offseason or Kyle Morton's your Wilson Harris's. But Amadou Dia, Dia has been outstanding. He had two assists in that match and, and a bunch of great like, defensive efforts as well. He He's was just, so
2: solid out there. Like oh, yeah. His decision making I feel like is always correct. Like he... He he plays balls great on defense. Like he picks his moments to get forward right. Like he's he's a good passer. Yeah, I think like he's a little bit. I mean, on a on a team where it's hard to appreciate everyone the proper amount, yeah. like a little underappreciated.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he has a tra- that trait of. of- knowing exactly what you're going to get. I really love that in a player. Yeah. Pat McMahon from, from a few years back, he was a lot like this as well. You knew exactly what you were getting when you put him out there. Yeah. Same with with Amadou. And, and so I'm, I'm you know, really happy with him, and, but he was my man of the match for that one. But uh, it was a good lead. And I mean, a good confidence building match as we enter our big match.
2: Big game this weekend, Benton.
1: Yes, the... Tampa Bay Rowdies which can I vent for a second that they should be the St. Petersburg Rowdies because I mean they're clinging on to this this Tampa Bay notion like claim the city that you're in and not trying to like leech off of the name of a slightly bigger city. Tampa is like it's like a smaller Cincinnati and Cincinnati isn't even all that big relatively. <laughs> Oh Man,
2: bring in the heat.
1: Yeah, I'm just really feeling. It. it wasn't that bad when I went down there. I actually enjoyed myself, but I hate what them this a lovely week. lovely stadium. <laughs> it's charming. But no, <laughs> they have to come to our house this time. So, I mean, everybody's pretty aware of the boogeyman that they have been for us. Battling for the top of the Eastern Conference standings. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty big match, and they got one over on us earlier in the season, which, which stinks. But I'm hoping that the fact that we're home and we've had an opportunity to learn from playing against them will... Will give us a little bit of an edge. I mean, I went to the um, I went to the the, the press uh, this morning with Coach Cruz, and they talked to Wilson Harrison. Spirits were high, and I think they're very much trying to treat this like like another match, yeah. while at the same time respecting well, I
2: mean, the talent that is the Rowdies. It's gonna be packed. Mm-hmm. The they're gonna be dressed sharp in their FC Tulsa black and gold jerseys. <laughs> uh, like I, it's gonna. I, all of the all of the stuff off the field is going to be playing into Louisville's advantage. So I feel like like this like we're bring, we're going to bring it for this game. I, th- I think I like their chances at home against yeah. Tampa.
1: One thing I think that's worth bringing up with with Tampa is that they've had a few changes since we last saw since we saw them against Louisville City last. They got Nikki Law from Indy, who looks like an off brand Michael Bradley. Am I, am I wrong?
2: I love, I love your off-brand, Michael Bradley. I've, you sent that picture in our group chat, and immediately that was the first thing I saw. It. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, um, and then they also have... They let go of one of their pretty good players, too, right? Yeah. Um, Oh, what was his name? He has the long hair. Yeah, uh, Brazilian. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. But yes, they. Um, I don't think he was getting as much time though, so it's not a big concern. But what does uh, make me a little bit nervous is that they have an MLS Loney a, a defender Loney who was injured when we last played. He had an extended injury. And he's now healthy again. Yeah. Ellis, I think, is his last name. But how many goals that guy
2: scored this year? It's
1: less <laughs> than six, right? He's no Chantos. <laughs> but no, I mean that does add some d- different wrinkles in the equation, and not to uh, and and also keeping in mind that. Coach uh, Neil Collins is probably one of the more flexible coaches in the league as far as what to expect from him tactically. Uh, They do
2: a very good job of tailoring the game plan to whoever
1: they're playing. This will be very much a a game of inches, and I'm really curious to see how these teams' shapes and styles transform as the match progresses. They're going to come out. Both teams are going to come out one way, but I think they're going to see what each other's doing, and it's this is going to be very much a chess match kind of match. Yeah, if you know what I mean. So, I'm. I'm very much looking forward to it And I'm really happy With how many people Are expected to be there The weather seems to be cooperating Like high of 80 It'll be great No rain Knock on wood Yeah. yeah, we don't want that to happen. So we'll a lot to look forward to. The weather is going to be perfect.
2: I'm going I'm to be saying perfect. it. I'm putting the Soccer City
1: energy into it. Hey, I mean, maybe the weather will get that
2: Soccer City bump. There we
1: go. Speaking of Soccer City bump, we're going to get now McCabe on in here shortly and we'll give him a Soccer City bump and hit him with, up with some questions. So make sure you guys stay tuned here to 680-1057. When we get back, we'll talk with him.
0: You're listening to Soccer City, powered by your Kentuckiana Toyota dealers, right here on ESPN Louisville.
2: Welcome back to the Soccer City Radio on ESPN 680-1057. I am Zach. And I'm Benton. And, and Benton, we got we got a big pull today. We bring on. The now McCabe. Yep, bringing on Mr. Louisville City, the only player to be here from year one. Now, McCade. Okay. Now, how are you doing?
3: Doing well, lads. Doing well. How are you?
2: I'm pretty good. So uh, we got a big game coming up this weekend. Uh, number one versus number two in the East. how How are you guys feeling in the locker room heading into this this week?
3: Yeah, I'm mean, pretty good. Um am on a good run. It's been enjoying it. It's been a, a good period for us and. A good crowd expected, so it's got all the makings of a a good time.
1: Now, having played them once already this season, does that help you guys in your in your preparations? Do you guys feel a little bit more confident than than maybe your first time up, going up against them.
3: Yeah, definitely. I think um, there's a lot of factors. Um, what happened you with know, Coyle and um, the game being switched. Um, and the preparation and stuff being a little bit disruptive in that regards, we had a few players missing as well. So I definitely feel like different, uh, different game for for sure. Just from a preparation standpoint, especially, I think we're uh, we feel we feel good about the week we've had training, and yeah, we're excited.
2: Now we've had we've had a couple of big matchup ex- matchups against Tampa the last couple of years. I mean we played them in the playoffs. Uh, it feels like I guess from the fan standpoint at least, like Tampa really feels like a rivalry game. Uh, and do you guys feel any of that in the locker room? I mean, do are you guys? Does it feel like coming into a rivalry matchup against a team like Tampa? Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, kind of does because they're. Second in the league, and we're, we're first, so they're obviously a closest closest rival. Um, I think if they if they win, they they get a chance to close the gap on us, and if we win, we get to open up a nice gap with a with a game in hand. So, yeah, there's definitely some big uh, big implications. I think um, on the line, and it's one we hope to come out on uh, on top in.
1: So I mean, not only is this this have the rivalry thing going on with it, but the record crowd we we've been talking a lot about I think last check well over thirteen thousand, and that number's only gonna rise, so it's definitely gonna be a huge attendance record. What is that like for you guys on the pitch with that many people and and how are you guys feeling about having that many people in attendance for a match this big?
3: yeah, I think uh it definitely gives us a boost for sure. I mean you see it. When when you guys get get loud and and crazy, we kind of feed off of that, and it definitely it definitely helps us for sure, and it, it, it makes it and it makes it harder for the opponents as well. You know, it's a tough place to to play in. It's loud. It's hard to kind of hear teammates and coaches and sort of like that. So thankfully, we're kind of used to it at this point. And, and when we get a big crowd there, it makes it all all the more difficult for for the opponents, and and gives us the extra boost we need uh, to go out and perform. Because as you know, growing up, that's what that's the type of crowd you want to play in. Uh, when you start playing the sport, you know you want to be playing from the big crowds and big games, and you know with stuff on the line. So.
1: Now, when when you play other teams, particularly other teams that don't normally get crowds of of our size, do you notice in the opposition that it adversely impacts them, or do they seem to be generally kind of resilient in, in putting that out?
3: Like when they come when they come here to Lynn Family, like teams that don't get crowds when they come to Lynn Family.
1: Yeah, yeah. How, how have, do you do? You yeah, actually yeah, see yeah. The, any impacts in the in the opposition? Yeah,
3: yeah, for sure. You definitely see a uh, increase in their. Output, I would say, in terms of you know effort or um, resilience, all that kind of stuff. I think uh, Louisville, with the facilities, with the team, with the success we've had, is definitely, in my opinion, the best place to play in this league, without question. Um, so when teams when teams come here, you know we're not we're not blind to the fact that they also. Would like to be here as well. So you get you get teams' maximum efforts, you get the, you know, they step the game up. Yeah, you know it's, it's just the way it is and we as as a team have to manage that.
2: Yeah. Such a great stadium. Though, so we've uh, we're also premiering a kit this weekend at the game, and you have you featured pretty prominently in the the advertisement for the kit. Do you? Have, what are your thoughts on the our new third kit, the black and gold?
3: I like it, man. I think it's great. I think it's uh, yeah, it's super clean. It's just black and gold, man. It just looks good, doesn't it? So. I think they did a good job with it and I'm looking forward I had yeah I had her on in the in the photo shoot and stuff like that and yeah I'm looking forward to getting her on for real now
1: now now I gotta ask you recently died you went back to the blonde you dyed your hair again did you do that to kind of make it look better with the kit?
3: no no eh <laughs> uh, damn it, look, it looks blonde huh? I was going for like a, a grey silver but, uh,
1: you still got time you can go ahead at the barber you-
3: yeah, I was going for like a grey or silver so I didn't didn't know it was coming out looking a bit gold, so no, I was going for grey uh, grey slash silver, so nothing to do with the gold kit and like that, but if it looks good with it, I'll take it.
2: <laughs> there we
1: go. It's a good combo. <laughs> <laughs> now, um since you're Mr. Louis City, you've been here since day one, I gotta ask about this year's locker room versus versus other years uh, what kind of differences do you do you notice this team feels particularly special i mean some of the numbers and the uh, that you guys have been putting up have been historic even by our high standards
3: Yeah it's it's a really good locker room uh you know it's just as close as the uh, the other ones we've had in the, in the past albeit with maybe a little bit of an, a little bit of an age gap but the, the young guys who came in they're, they're great man you get such a buzz off them feed off them it's, uh, they get, they have such energy about the training ground and stuff like that and yeah locker room's great and as, a, as for the team I mean yeah we're, we're, looking, we're looking good right now but you know the teams of the past have, have picked up silverware so uh, if this team picks it up picks some silverware up at the end of the season then we can start like comparing but the you know, the name of the game is to collect trophies so that's all that's all we're we'll aiming to do that's what matters
2: so uh, I figured I'd I'd take it off the soccer field a little bit it's well, a question we've asked some of the other players when they've been on here and I'm kind of curious about it. you've been you've been here in Louisville for a while now uh what is your current favorite Louisville hang? And I'll mention, like, restaurant, coffee shop. I, I know you have kids, so Zoo or Science Center. Like, what's, what's your spot that you're enjoying in town right now?
3: Wow. Um, what spot do I like right now? Yeah, I do, obviously with the kids, I do all that, that kind of stuff to do, the walking bridge, all that, all that. And um, as far as for me, I like... Uh, what do I like? I like. Wow, that's a cool one. <laughs> <laughs> we stumping. <him. laughs> yeah, my little little boy. I mean, I like going out to eat and stuff like that through restaurants and then little. I like the little coffee shop at Mom's Music down there. But I don't know if you've ever been.
2: Oh yeah, it's a
3: nice spot. Close to the close to the training ground, but yeah, that's. One spot. I mean, I don't really do too much. I I train. I come. I go home. I try and recover, and then I go again for the next day. So, yeah,
1: it's a dedicated man. You know, I've I drove by that place the, several times. I did not realize it was a coffee shop. I actually didn't <laughs> yeah, know what it was.
3: was a, <laughs> Good to know. A small coffee shop.
1: Um, I did want to ask um the kickball tournament with uh, Jack Harlow and the gang. How was that the other day?
3: Nah, that was a blast. That was my first one. First time kick, like, playing that game, feeling like that ball, I've never, uh, so it was, that was my first time, and it was a great, uh, a great, great night. I mean, credit to the group who put it on, credit to Jack who put it on, the sponsors, everyone else, like, it was such a blast, like, everyone had so much fun. We had a good, we had a good team, a few of the Lucy boys here, the racing girls, and we had Dano was on their team and Miss Kentucky and yeah, I and mean, Frosty was on their team. It was crazy. I I had a blast, man. I had a blast.
1: Looked like a good time. Did you guys have to hold back at all? I I can imagine all you guys could have probably put that ball to the moon if you wanted to. Eh, <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: a it's a hard ball to kick just because like it's very rubbery, so it's. Definitely something I'm not used to. Yeah, we were holding back a little bit, don't wanna <laughs>
1: <laughs> They had you a little bit with the unfamiliarity factor.
3: Yeah, and I don't obviously you don't want to go too too crazy, but no, we were going I would say we were going pretty pretty hard, you know, but in terms of like effort they'd say, you know, it was it gets intense and yeah. as soon as there's a competition yeah. You don't want you don't want to lose, you know. So I guess <laughs> that competitive nature comes out in all the and all of us, and, you know, with you know, for the NFL player, the racing girl, everyone who's in that, they're competitive. So uh-huh. you don't want to lose, but you are definitely kind of in the back of your mind, okay, I don't want to do anything silly. <laughs>
1: you don't, don't want to get hurt midweek. That'd be a yeah. tough to explain. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, now nah, I want to thank you very much for uh, for joining us. Really appreciate you making some time out of schedule to to chat with us and. Best of luck this weekend. Bring home three points for yeah, us.
3: Yeah, no worries. No worries, guys. Appreciate it by having
1: me on. And Thanks, Niall. Thank you. And that was Nile McCabe of Louisville City. Been here since day one. Love that fact. Never gets ah, old to me. And I love Niall. Oh, big fan of his. Yep. So very excited what they're going to do out in the, on the pitch this weekend. But uh, you know who else we got playing this weekend? Tomorrow, in fact. Racing. Oh. Racing plays tomorrow. They play the Houston Dash. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Before <laughs> that, let's talk about their most recent performance, which I think
2: definitely has its its uh, caveats. Did you want to run it down? Yeah. So it's it's uh, I mean, Racing played uh, Washington Spirit, um, and a, another draw in what seems like a long line of draws last last couple weeks. I mean, I, I saw Becky has a very good column on this, but mm-hmm. like it's been a the season of draws in the league. This season But it um, And, and um, I mean I don't remember uh, Nadia scored first Right? Yep Yeah and so Louisville takes the lead In the uh, Kind of early in the second half um, Yeah and then uh, About ten minutes later Washington comes back Levels it up 1-1 Game finishes 1-1 And it's just um I, it feels to me like. Like. It, I'm not disappointed because they're getting points. They're getting draws. But it. it. It's like, it's like you can only see so many draws before you're like I just want to win or a loss. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know what what did you think, Ben? Like, I, how did you feel with the team's performance overall in the game? You know, I mean, on the surface level, I get it. Yeah, it's
1: frustrating. That's another draw, but it, like, and what bothers me about when, when people getting like really irate about these matches, which is I mean, fair that we're not winning and, and being not happy about that. But if you watch them, this team is m- so much better than last uh, last year's team, and all these they were competitive in all these matches. Like they they're going toe to toe with with all of these teams and, and giving them their best shot. The performances are good and these players are growing. Think of players like like Kirsten Davis. I
2: wanted to I wanted to yeah. shout out Davis. I think that's the best game I've seen Davis play yeah. at, at racing. She I be, mean gr- she was all over the box that game.
1: We got a lot of young players that, and some of them are really good now. Some of them are growing and they're all only going to get better. Kristen Davis is going to get better. You know, DeMello, Hal, they're all going to get better as well. Like it's just, it's, there's a lot of the growth young that's going to happen. And yeah, yeah, there's a, a lot of young components this team and they're all growing and I think, you know, all the all the off season moves that well off season I mean, during the season moves mid season yeah. moves that,
0: <laughs> yeah and and I think that's and that's something important to bring up because there is a whether it's accurate not accurate whether it just wasn't a good fit there's a lot of growing concern in the fan base about the fact that you see how well Ebony's doing how well Cece's it, doing Cece's got four goal or six goals in four matches or four and six mm-hmm. was was player of the match this weekend I mean. When you're struggling to get wins, you're struggling to get goals, and you see these two players leave and immediately start scoring goals by the bunches, it's frustrating for the fans, and yeah. I understand and, it. Oh, I, I get that. I think that. I feel less
2: bad about CC because I think CC played well here, like and and was getting was getting minutes. She wasn't not playing. The one that really brings up the questions for me is is Ebony because yeah. Ebony had like 60 minutes total here, and I, I think. You can't look at how she's played at Houston. It's completely different style of and, play. Yeah, but that you can't have that not bring up some questions about like talent evaluation and 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 who's getting minutes and like are we. Are we getting the most out of the players we or have while they're adjust, here?
0: Or maybe adjust the system a little bit yeah. to, to, to acclimate to if, the strengths of the If you players. have a player that that's that good, like, man, that that's the sort of player that you make tweets to your yep. system to get on the field. And, and for, when you look at what she's doing combined with what you got back in return, it's left a lot of people questioning. Yeah. what happened. That's probably, to
1: me, the most fair criticism you can have of the team. And again, I try to look at things glass half full, but even I have a hard time with this one. Here's what I was thinking about earlier today, and it's kind of like a Two two different situations. So, Coach Danny Cruz has been vocal before about liking a back three system. He's tried it and it's not worked out fully as well. So you know what he did. He went with what's best for with the players that he has, which is more of the four three three that we we've come to know and love with the team. He's been he's flexible
0: despite with a midfielder what he wants. who drops deep and plays yeah. that pseudo third center yep. back slash deep holding mid role. And it and like you said, he adapted. Yep. I mean, there's
1: and, when, and what frustrates me with Kim is that it was the lack of adaptability in that particular situation. We knew. it Ebony was good and it wasn't even that we tried it and it didn't work he just it just wasn't really tried and I get he has a vision he wants to employ like long term but in that midterm period like I feel like he got to like work with what you got and so I'm I'm a little upset by that yeah he
0: he wants to play a pressing system he wants to to attack he wants to put pressure on and I get that well it's great but you when you are struggling to score goals all season long you're not put And it's not that they're not creating chances they're not finishing them that's the other frustrating part you have a player like that, who the moment she came into the league, boom, goal. Yeah. Who she has shown she can score in bunches. And you don't find a way to get her in, even if it's the last 20 minutes. Like, she did not get enough substitute appearances in yeah. oh, yeah. matches. It, it, where was, it was like
2: 60-something minutes spread over, like, six or seven games. Yeah. It was It was not. Yeah. And you
0: know she's going to be ready to go this weekend. Oh, boy.
3: That and that one. She <laughs> scores,
0: and if she scores two or three. The questions are going to get louder. Well, I
2: mean, just, uh, I mean, nothing about racing all to do with just, she is, (laughs) she's like entered into the golden boot race in like, in like five (laughs) games. Like, uh, she's already halfway to, to the number one spot in goals and has played like less than half the minutes. It's like 500 something minutes total. So like, I mean, she's on a Hair right now. At bare minimum, it's just bad optics for the for the club well, and that they not moving. But I mean, so and from a value what, standpoint, 20, like twenty yeah. twenty one. If you're not getting the most out of your players while you're here, like when you do move them, like because sometimes players don't fit and and you want they like they don't fit in with the long term goals. They don't play the style you want to play. Like if they're playing at their best while they're here, then you get the most you can yeah. for them. Whereas like. Like this, like, if you're only getting 60 minutes, you're not scoring, like, teams are going to get a deal on players,
0: and you're going to come out on the wrong end of the of it's the When the way. contract expires I, at the end of the year, I, you should have moved her at the beginning of the year and gotten more value.
1: Well, him. I mean, I think at that point, we I think there's still a lot of unknowns, and he wasn't ready to pull that trigger, especially on such a promising player. And I was going to bring that up. The devil's advocate there is that, you know, we're now approaching midseason, and he kind of knows what he has, and and, and all that stuff has panned out. I mean, that had to be a factor in that decision as well. If you had her for, for I mean, a few more years, I don't know, maybe things were going to pan out differently. But it's, you know, you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. And again, it just it, it,
0: at bare minimum, it looks really bad. Especially And, and <laughs> there's how, how there an argument with that, you know, and, and I think it's, it was a big part of the whole behind the scenes thing. If she plays from the beginning of the season, she's on the England Euro team. Yeah, I mean, how I mean, <laughs> I mean, imagine being her seeing help. England win the Euros yeah. and you're not there.
1: Yeah, that probably didn't help any uh, any feelings. so. <laughs> not good. <laughs> well, um, we're this good conversation. Let's pick this back up on this on the other end of the commercial break. This is um, ESPN 680 1057. Stay tuned. <laughs>
0: You're locked on Soccer City, powered by your Kentuckyana Toyota dealers right here on ESPN Louisville.
1: Welcome back to Soccer City Radio 680 1057. We've been talking about Racing Louisville in the season thus far.
2: I mean, I have a I have another thought about the Washington game. If we want to if we want to continue on that. Yeah, no, right? go for it. We kind of yeah. we kind of fell off that one. <laughs> it was a heated right it was break. heated off the off the air. Uh so, because this ties into another point I wanted to make, but I, just talking about performances that game, I thought Trinity Rodman played incredible and was all over the goal that game, and if not for a couple of extremely heroic saves from Katie Lunn, honestly should have had, like, two goals in she, that game. I mean, she was undefended on, like, two of those shots. She, Yeah, she was scary, and I saw one particular highlights that really, uh, yikes. <laughs> so, I mean, you managed, like... the. I agree that the team is playing better than the team played last year, but. Uh, and they have looked good in attack in these games, but. I feel like they're giving up a lot of quality chances, and and Katie Lund is putting in like an inhuman effort to keep them in these games. That I think you cannot, in the long term, expect your goalkeeper to keep up.
1: Yeah, she is. uh, She's definitely been earning her paychecks, and we we were looking at some of the numbers, and she's what saving double the amount of goals as the next best keeper as far as like expected goals go.
2: Yeah, she is worth negative five goals just herself for being on the field this season. That's
1: huge. I mean, and like you said it's it's disappointing it's come to that but I'm happy with her but both things can still be true the team has gotten better and she's helped us out a lot and
2: I, yeah I think the back line still has a lot of room to, to grow we were talking to about, improve
1: you know it's a professional team asking you got to ask professional questions on them and a lot right now people are re-signing back up for season tickets or in some cases not, and I think some of the questions are coming down to, is this worth it? And I think one thought I have related to that is the ultimate trajectory of this team is definitely going in the right direction. They're bringing the right right pieces and things are developing. We were talking about how we have a lot of young players and they're still growing. I, things are going the right way. The point I want to
2: make about that, though, is we have a really strong young core, mm-hmm. and other than Emily Fox out on the wing back there, that core is is all it's it's in the midfield it's it's on the wing we need some of some of that youth in the in the back line or some like that that's that's the spot i, I feel like for this team to make the next step that's that's what where mm-hmm. the improvement has to come oh, yeah.
1: not a finished project by any means yeah and by any means so and i'm sure there's going to be more signings and speaking of which we had a recent new signing uh Wang Shuang am i saying that right
2: um Wang Shuang, yeah, Wang Shuang, uh, out of out of China, uh, mm-hmm. player of the tournament in the Asian Cup this year. I think a, a solid signing. She's a winger up top. Yeah, and she played with Nadia at PSG. So it's definitely
1: some ties there and maybe even partially how she got on the radar. Uh, Jeff Greer... Nadia seems to make a lot
2: of phone calls for the for the team. I get amb- the impression. She's
1: an ambassador for sure. <laughs> Jeff Greer shared a, a good article on her and her, her journey throughout her, her soccer, her, well, really her whole life. Getting to this point is really another good read. We bring in a lot of players with with very deep backstories. A lot of... Uh,
2: I. I also th- saw mention I feel I feel bad I'm, I'm being a bad journalist because I did not fact check, fact check this on my own <laughs> but I, I think I saw someone mention that she's the first Chinese player to play in the NWSL. yeah that's true um, so that's so, a pretty big deal for yeah. the team and like team China is good They're, like it's a they solid um, they have a solid national team uh, so I'm, I'm excited about that that's so, exciting. For this Friday match, or I guess I and say, she's here already. Match. Like yeah. she's been playing, she's been practicing with him. They announced it now, but like she's, uh, she has been in, she's been photographed here for for a little bit. She's already gotten reps with the team.
1: I saw her at the at the battery game going to one of the boxes. But what's cool is that she's going to be available for Friday. And you know, obviously don't imagine that she'll start, but I'm kind of hoping that she's available on the bench, so we might get a little bit of an opportunity. To, to see what she has, see how she's fitting at the team. Obviously, there's going to be a, a a growth period and a period of learning with with her new teammates, and I think that's something we often write off pretty quickly, especially since their counterpart, Louisville City, they've adapted so well to new players. Usually, that stuff takes time for people yeah, to get to full speed. You,
2: their new players generally come in the off season. <laughs> but st- even
1: then, no, even then, it takes a little bit. I remember when Corbin Bone first yeah. came on the team, and it took like like six to eight matches before he was really like getting going. He was just kind of like okay at
2: first. Yeah. it just takes time to get those. I little mean, this nuances is down. a transition year. I would, yeah. I would like to hope that next next year these these sorts of things are not these sorts of deals are not getting made during the season. Yeah, and I, 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 I am fine with like getting the team like making changes and getting the team ready in the off season. But I would like to see some stability during the actual year next year.
1: Yeah, and I, part of this is that this is coach Kim's like first year and I know it's the second year for the club, so the too. bars yeah the bars being set pretty higher
2: for uh, I mean
1: for him he's so he's I mean under a lot of that pressure but you you, you got to stick with him so he can continue this building progress. oh yeah we're not
2: in I, I mean I don't want to say this is like a, a freebie year but like we we're not anywhere near like get rid of the coach territory for me I no not I, for me I want to no. see a full offseason with him um I think next year's when the pressure is on. Though.
1: Yeah, I think mid next year we're going to have a much clearer picture if if he's maybe going to be the guy to stick around or if we need to start asking even more tough questions. Yeah,
2: I mean because everybody's going to be a year older. Um, like we have got the the core here. He'll have a full off season with the team. I, and next year is when, like I think you can really evaluate. Uh, that situation That's fair
1: But ultimately I, I think there's good trajectory For this team It's just not happening At
2: the rate a lot of people Would want And I get it We're used to winning With Louisville City Yeah We mentioned the international soccer We got Got a lot of international Soccer Coming coming to Louisville This weekend Look at you With that segment oh, And I'm working On my transitions That was perfect
1: Yes The Women's Cup Has come up this week And we have An abundance Of soccer happening It's crazy how much we have. We have two matches.
2: So many games, we got six teams this time.
1: Yeah, we got two matches on Sunday, four on Wednesday, and then two on Saturday? Losing count. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's AC Milan and and Tokyo uh, Verde are playing on Sunday along with Tottenham and Club America. The winner of the AC Milan and Tokyo match will play racing on Wednesday. And the winner of Tottenham and Club America will play OL Reign. On Wednesday as well And then The finals will be happening On that Saturday Along with the third And fourth place matches
2: Yes And I do believe the The losers also play each other On Wednesday right They play on Wednesday. Yes I I, I forgot that one You're right They play on Wednesday as well So even we got the Fifth and sixth place matches A lot going on Wednesday Yeah Uh we want to. We want break the news. We 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 might be recording a live episode on Wednesday from. That's from currently the, games. the plan. That, we that will keep is what is posted That's the, the plan Rather currently. Than
0: Thursday, we will be broadcasting Wednesday, yep. six to seven, from the st- from the stadium. First time. This should be fun. And a lot of fun. Something different. Have Hopefully, a, we can find a power outlet. Uh, we may also have an interview with a former Tottenham men's captain. Hmm be a lot of fun. had a lot of fun stuff for next Wednesday.
1: You can ask him how heavy the silverware is to lift.
0: <laughs> We're only going to be discussing the women's team with him. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was stressed by the communication director. <laughs> I jest. I jest. I just don't really like Tottenham. I
1: don't really have a good reason either. I don't like them I like in Spurs. Ma- I don't like them in Man U. I like
2: calling them Spurs. Mixed. Yeah. Spuds. Spurs is fun. It's a fun nickname. <laughs> so
1: I'm really looking forward to the to the women's cup though. It's, it's a lot of be, fun. I love seeing new tournament. teams. Out I like there on seeing the pitch. it
2: grow. Like um, I know I know when we talked about the Women's Cup earlier they have plans to really grow next year. Yeah that I I <laughs> I think some really aggressive plans. But it, it is very good to see like we had four teams last year, we had six teams this year. Like I, I like seeing that tournament take off.
1: And what's kinda cool about this is we'll have an opportunity to watch some soccer kind of is is neutral fans. Like where you're not in some of these matches, you're not really gonna be cheering for one team or another. You're gonna well, be them pretty carefully. And a
2: tradition I hope continues from last year. I wanna see some mascots. Cause. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, they brought them. I forgot about that. Yeah, last year we had mascots walking around, so hopefully this year I want to I see some mascots. I, w- I want to know what their mascots even are. Has Club America have ma- Club America has to have a mascot,
1: right?
0: I don't know, but I don't, I don't, I don't think AC Milan does.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah, you're very in tune with that Italian don't football. don't they do. Spurs does, though,
2: right? If we get a mascot from Spurs...
1: Isn't it like their logo Like it's like a hen or something Or a chicken or it's something a hos- It's a hotspur It's a bird Yeah Is that Is hotspur an actual Like name for a bird Yeah I've just I've only ever known it Associated with them <laughs> I'm gonna Google so. this later I don't I don't really think That much about Tottenham in my also, life
0: I mean He's been wrong Already tonight So <laughs> what? I am never wrong Especially on the radio uh, See so. he has that caveat Cause it was off air But
2: I don't I was correct off Off air <laughs> We we will correct it for those
1: tuning in. He was arguing that Cameron Lancaster was on the 2015 Louisville City squad, which is not accurate. He was on the 2016 squad, and he was injured most of that season, so he didn't really play all that much there. So he didn't really come into the Knicks in 2017. We'll see. I don't know. Somebody has something as, as someone who
2: also didn't look it up. That's a, that's awful confident.
1: I, I, as I know, I, I follow the team very closely. I spend way too much you time thinking. You weren't
2: even of, in Louisville in, in 2015.
1: You're right, I wasn't, and I'm very <laughs> mournful of that. And you know what? <laughs> I'm glad you brought up a good point because we, um, we actually kind of touched on this. Only on.
2: one of us on here has actually went to games in that 2015 year. Quiet.
1: <laughs> we actually brought this up in a our, our podcast we just recently recorded with Connor Cunningham, one of the, the team photographer, uh, about the history of, of things and preserving that history. And that's kind of one thing why I try to do a lot of videos and take a lot of pictures and whatnot is because I missed part of that history. And I'm sad I don't really have much to reference back to from, from that era of food pictures here and there, word of, word of mouth. But I didn't really get a good feel of what was it like to be on the stadium day one in twenty fifteen. You 2015.
2: didn't get to be there for beach night.
1: I know, and I get to make jokes about it all the time, and people are like, "No, not beach night." I'm like, it's funny to me because I don't even know what it is. Like, was it a club organized theme, or did people just say, "Hey, it's beach night"? I, I legitimately don't know.
2: We don't talk about beach night.
1: Hey, I'm ready to throw another beach night. I'm a power right through any curses or jinxes.
2: I feel like we got to take it back, right? We got to we got to reclaim beach night.
1: Somebody on Twitter, I forget who said it was calling the, uh what was it the charleston match uh, beach night after they scored and then we scored a bunch i'm like you know what i'm enjoying this beach night it's a good time
0: all right so to settle this you and i are technically right because zach you said he was with the club from day one Okay. He, was he signed during he signed, the first season. He signed two days before the first match and was not with the team for the first match or during training camp. Oh Therefore, you and I are right, but he was not with the club. You two are, are not right. You
2: said he didn't get here until 2016. I'm gonna, I'm he gonna,
0: was here in 2015. Okay, I'm going to
1: go with Zach on that one. I was <laughs> I, I was wrong. I'm sorry. I did not say he played in the first game. I said he was here the first year. But was he injured and out for most of 2016?
0: Or was it 2015 he, anyway? I just like half everything off he by played, one. Year? He, had, he played in one match in April and then tore his see Yeah. Like he, he had an injury right after he got here. Okay. All right. I knew he
1: basically he, had like one of his his seasons. Speaking was of top
0: like he scratched. Yeah. He came up
2: through their system, had, had some injury trouble. Over there came here towards ACL. Like it, it took him a long. He he was on the roster for a long time before he was consistently getting minutes and then because kept, of industry and then issues. Kept
0: getting stuck behind guys like Fondy
2: and Hoffman. Yeah, I think it was the injuries as much as that too. Yeah, but like ACL ACL's a long. It was a long road back from that. Yeah, it's
1: it's tough, and unfortunately, he's still injured now, and it just
2: anyway. Don't doubt me; I'm right. I remember. I remember things. That All right, happened.
1: I'm a, you, know, you you put me in your place. You're right. I'm also, well, you had
2: it. Mean, you had a good transition. So. We had a fun episode of the pod this week. It was a lot of fun talking with Connor. He's taken a lot of really cool pictures. Like
1: you, you've you've seen him before, you just don't know the name. But if you want to hear about it, our state of the <laughs> yeah,
2: podcast, Vamos Morados. It was cool, cool talking to him. I got to ask some gear questions. It it was not so secretly an excuse to have him on the pod so I could try to take better pictures at the game myself.
1: I know that's why you're very anxious to to talk with all of our photographers. Speaking of which, we brought it up again that there was another film photographer at the. Trust me, I've
2: lost my shtick. I I thought, I, <laughs> hey, at least I'm the at least I'm. <laughs> The, the only person taking pictures on film here at the games no longer true
1: well i started to too so it was just the two of us but then somebody who had like okay i'm going to say actually had actual skill compared to me an
2: actual good photographer yeah to, and with like actual photos. nice
1: equipment i'm just out here buying the cheap fuji film <laughs> <laughs> whatever's cheapest for me <laughs> with my old camera so a lot of fun but um, yeah I'm really anxious for all the soccer that we have coming up uh, um, I cannot wait for this Tampa Bay match
2: and I'm bringing a bunch of newbies to it I'm the uh, place place gonna be packed it's gonna be awesome
1: yeah I'm bringing a, I bring a bunch of uh, um, fresh new fans who have never been before and what a first match to introduce them to and if you're out there listening and you've got some friends who've never been why not make it this match bring
2: them get some of them general admission tickets because there's already an argument about what counts as a sellout and so let's 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 sell out all the general admission tickets and just get rid of that hey, argument. Hey, I mean,
1: you can define it different ways. Sell it via seats or via what the fire marshal will allow in. I mean, we've I, passed
2: the seat threshold. I mean, I would argue, okay, can you still buy a ticket from the team? Yes. Then it's not sold out. Because <laughs> that that is that is what the word sell out does mean. Eh... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to debate you, on that one. If too. you walk up to the ticket office and say, "Can I get a ticket?" and they say, "No, sorry, we're sold out," that's a sellout.
1: If they say they have a sellout with the of the seats, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I think that's that's okay and counts in my book. Whatever. We're splitting hairs. Exciting weekend Biggest coming crowd up. Crowd ever.
2: Let's go with that. Yeah, it's gonna be big. It's gonna be big. I want I want it to be bigger. Let's go. All right,
1: tomorrow, racing oval plays Houston away at 8:30. Make sure you tune in. Saturday, the Tampa Bay match. Make sure you're there. Then the following week, the Women's Cup match. Make sure you get your tickets. Thank you for tuning in to Soccer City Radio, 680-1057.